Welcome to Filthy Friday Foreplay, the podcast that invites you to get to know the humans in our filthy community a little better. My name's Beanie, creator of Filthy Friday, the UK pole industry's first fully diverse and inclusive space. And I'll be sitting down with some of my filthiest friends as we bear all from pole to soul and everything in between. Welcome to episode four of Filthy Friday Foreplay with me, Beanie, and the divine force of nature that is Shan. Shan is a ratchet, badass bitch twerk queen and seasoned compo who says shit with her whole entire chest. Today we'll be chatting about Shan's comp experience, what it is to be a black polar in our industry, and she'll be dropping a whole lot of knowledge because we are going to learn today. Hello, Shan. How are you? I'm fine. I'm real, real excited right now. Like real, real excited. I know. To talk about all the things. I know. I feel like we're just going to... One was getting cancelled. Yeah, someone's getting cancelled <laughs> today. It's going to happen. Because but normally I... I have to cancel you. <laughs> yeah. I'm fucking forever getting cancelled. <laughs> listen, I have to cancel myself. I get that bad sometimes. <laughs> like, listen, Beans, in the mirror, Beans, no, bitch, that was dead wrong and you are fucking cancelled for the whole entire day. But, like, I'm so happy to be having this conversation with you because... <sighs> We have such, uh, I love our friendship and you are one of the realest hoes that I have ever met in my life. You will tell me shit like it is. You have been there for me through so much. So it means so much to sit down and have this conversation with you, not only as a friend and a sister, but as a fucking professional, because bitch, you're a professional. That's what you I are. I am. I am nowhere near professional, bruh. Like if it, <laughs> <laughs> if people saw me in day to day and thought I was professional, I'd be cancelled on a minute basis because I am nowhere near professional. No. Just be like, shut it down, cancel Shan. She's yeah, also can- cancelled. Feel free to cancel me because I, I feel like most of the time I deserve it. Same. <laughs> so that's the thing. Like, there is, so I always say, like, I hate cancel culture, but I just sometimes feel as though, like, when I look back at my story or just just in my day to day life, like, if people could see it, they'd be like, cancelled. Like, end of game. No extra lives gone. <laughs> beans is gone it's just it's it's just that trash living like i think it comes with just being like a real honest person sometimes that has to verbalize everything um but beanie we're both jamaican that's why this is it this is why we were born cancelled we were born (laughs) honest and that's the problem this is it like yeah, this, I'm. I'm so. I'm here for it though. Like my mum's the same. I have to cancel my mum on the fucking regs because she's got no manners. <laughs> Absolutely, not. my grandma's even worse. Just no oh. manners whatsoever. These people need to fucking learn. Um, <laughs> but what I was going to say then? So I'm just going to tell our listeners oh. how we actually met. So oh. it was at the first Filthy Friday showcase in 2017, which was back at Poltastic. And I was just like, because I've been following you for the longest time. So you, Lauren, um, Dom, and mm-hmm. I was like, like I, I feel like I didn't really say much in that changing room. And then I remember <laughs> I didn't, I didn't want to perform. Like I was so fucking nervous. 
And I think you've been around so many times when I've told this story and you don't even remember <laughs> saying this to me, but I was like, I didn't want to perform because I was really nervous. It was my first time performing. Um, and I was like, yeah, so I don't think I can perform tonight, guys, because um, my my knees really busted, like my knees really hurting. And you were like literally out of nowhere. I don't even think we'd spoken properly at this point. And mm. you were like, um, we all have bad knees, like, or something to that effect. Like, we all have knee problems, but we've just got to get out and do it. And I genuinely, that's the honesty, that Jamaican honesty. I genuinely didn't <laughs> take that as an offense. You know, some people would be like, damn, she's a bitch. But I genuinely did not take that in an offensive way. I was just like, fuck, like, she's right. And... I don't think without those words that I would have got up and and performed that night. Like I really needed to hear that. It, you know, it was an excuse. No. We're all suffering with the same things, you know, but we're all going to get mm. out there and and do our best. And that has mm. stuck with me for the longest fucking time, Shan. The longest time. So thank you for that brutal honesty. Fucking. Oh, well, I, this is the thing. Like that's some, something that my mum instilled in me. Yeah. Like we all have issues, we all have problems, but you still got to go out there and do it. Yeah. Like you, you can't just like I don't know. It's not necessarily like excuses, but like you, like I am the full on procrastinator of yeah. the the 21st century. Anything I can put off, I will. But then there's times when you just have to be like, you know what, do it. Right. It's it's three minutes or four minutes of your life, and that's it. And then yeah. you, it's done you don't have to think about it you don't have to do anything and then it's just done and you go and do it that's so true because even thinking about um your journey as as a, a competitor at these competitions like that is something that i see in you because obviously we have conversations outside of social media but um mm. about like how you're you're feeling the lead up to com- competitions oh, and bruh. that that says so fucking much about your fucking entire mentality like you know bitch i just i have to do it like i'm just gonna get out there and do it but let's um let's do our icebreaker questions and then we'll we'll get into shan the fucking competent the bad bitch compo um So the first question is, what about pole makes you feel like your most powerful self? I think when it's me on stage, I feel like I'm like, I have two different personalities of me. Like there's me, the introvert, which is most of the time where I enjoy my own company or just being at home. And then being on stage makes me feel like I'm a whole, I'm a, I'm a Beyonce in front of a million Michelle's. Like yes. I feel like that that person, um, or even when I'm like freestyling in like the studio by myself, but it's only when I'm like really on form in terms of like my dance and my flow. If I'm not like I'm like meh, I'll do something for for Instagram, which we all do. Yeah. Um, like then I'll be like meh, it's not alright. But when I'm doing it for me, then that's when I feel like my most self. Like I feel like that bitch. That is, that was deep. <laughs> that, that, I felt that shit in my soul. My ancestors felt that shit. Oh, that was it. so fucking deep. <laughs> I was expecting you to say like, oh, well, you know, what I just put on a thong and I feel like that bitch. But no, you went in. 
like, no, people, like oh god no you, you say that but like I feel most empowered now when I have clothes on and yes, I don't know whether or not a lot of people feel like that but for me I feel better when I'm in like baggy trousers or track suits and then just my heels and like a baggy top and then that's when I feel good but I don't know if it's I feel like it's changed over the years but that's just me I think in like our pole journeys we kind of do have those peaks and troughs where you know sometimes like we have to absolutely be naked and we feel like our most magical selves yeah like you said sometimes you know it is a pair of leggings and a baggy top or a hoodie um Mm -hmm. yeah and i see that with a lot of people i'm definitely going through that now myself like it used to be thought and i think it's because i'm doing a lot of more off the pole training so then when i jump on Mm -hmm. the pole i'm like i ain't taking my shit off like i'm warm and unfair and i'm I'm just gonna dance like this yeah i feel that so the next question is what is your favorite pole or floor and or floor move you should be able to answer this for me Beanie. you know me long enough by now to know what move i do in every damn routine i've done for the last seven years if i get this wrong come on i'm shutting this laptop and i'm logging on Is it? Oh, I'm gonna go with a twerk. Oh, Beanie. <gasps> Beanie. Oh I don't know God. how I feel about you right now. Like, I really don't, because this is totally. Actually, you know what? You're not wrong. That's one of them. But there is one above that. Not, um. Oh, I'm gonna go through every single pole. It's, move, a, it's a pole. It's a pole move. Not a jade. Oh, floor jade. Go by. Who, who jades <laughs> out here? I can barely about split. I've seen some... you do a floor jade where you like you've got your hand on your hip and you come <sighs> down and then you're yeah, like... but that's oh, that's that's if my hips want to cooperate that night. That's 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 real. If sometimes my jet floor jades are just so hit and miss. But the answer to that question is a shoulder mount. Shit. Why did I not think? You know what? That would have been probably the last thing that I would have said. You know, <laughs> it actually, I'm not ever going to sit here in front like I was going to say, yeah, yeah, I knew that. No, a bitch did not know that. <laughs> to be fair, when you perform, I am literally watching your ass the whole time. So I'm not even seeing oh, what moves you. you're doing. I'm just looking at that booty because, listen, if you're not following Shan, she has the most delicious booty on this god, goddamn planet. Like, it is gorgeous. Um, oh, thank you. Okay, you are welcome. <laughs> so next question is, your favourite thing about Filthy Friday? Oh, I was, like, giving this a lot of thought because... Like, for me, Filthy Friday was when it all started for me. Like, I was kind of, not necessarily a no one, but, like, not many people knew of me or knew what I did. And then Filthy Friday came up and I came back, like, well, showcase after showcase when I could. And, like, here I am. And I think the best thing about that is you give people the platform to... For, for someone who may not be as well known or feels like they're an outcast and oh, you give them yeah. that platform and that's like as I like as I said I'm a prime example of that like I wouldn't be anywhere near as like well known or or associated with something without you like oh. there's 
Oh, stop it. Oh, every time people answer that question, I'm just like, oh man, it's like, it's so cute. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, in the field. Yeah, like, yeah, I feel that and I like that. And I think um, me and Alabama um, had the conversation where, we, you know, we were saying that a lot more event organizers do need to reach out to people beyond their direct friends group and they need to attend attend these events because there's going to be people on those stages that you have fucking missed out on and Mm -hmm. i also think that you know it's there are a lot of people out there that may only have like 10 20 100 200 300 followers and they are fucking Mm -hmm. killing it like absolutely killing it it. and that you know that really doesn't it it doesn't matter to me if if you feel if a person feels ready to get on that stage and that they want to just get on there on that stage and show off then filthy friday is is so here for that so right yeah like i feel that oh thanks shan i'm really feeling oh you're welcome oh you're welcome yeah. Okay. So next question is your. We'll go with your favorite thing about the pole industry. Everyone struggles be, on this one. Yeah, this is it's a struggle bus, mate. Um, I guess it's like the people that I've met over the last nine years because I, as I said, I was a very introverted person. Yeah. I I was heavily creative and like I like I love to draw I love to paint love to do things and like make something out of nothing yeah and like that just showed me that that's not the only side of me that I can be confident and I can like do all this stuff when I thought I couldn't so I think that's that's one of the things not necessarily the industry but pole has has taught me yeah I like that. And um, your least favorite? The amount of eye rolls I've done over the last nine years. That's the one Girl. thing I can't, I can't, I can't deal with the eye rolls. My eyes are going to be permanently etched into the back yeah. of my head because of that many like, eye rolls. It's yeah, yeah. It's it's been um, the last. I mean, I'd say always as as black polars in this in this industry um i had a conversation mm-hmm. with within a group um last week and um you know a lot of the people in the group were saying that you know recently things in poll uh, in the industry you know have been um you know jaded their the love that they had for poll and you know how it's getting harder and in, in mm-hmm. the industry as a whole and mm-hmm. i was just like you know what like as someone that has never fit in i started polling 2015 and that is an everyday thing for me like the fact that people are only feeling it now is a sign of privilege like because (laughs) right (laughs) because there are people that have been feeling that shit for the longest time and you know not to shit on their their feelings you know that that's absolutely valid but i just had to let them know that this shit isn't new like we have been eye rolling since mm-hmm. the fucking dawn of pole. I can't. What could go with that? Dawn of the, <laughs> I was gonna say since the dawn of the dead. I am so dawn. dumb. I can't even cope. Um, but yeah. So I'm I'm feeling you on the um, and I'm I'm sure that like resonates with a lot of people right now. Like the eye rolls are just like so real so like when you see something that makes you eye roll like 
what's your instant reaction like do you kind of like leave it have you ever messaged someone or spoke out about something like how do you usually deal with that like for me it depends on the situation because yeah obviously we all know what happened recently with um well not recently but like fairly recent um what happened with the whole list of names and it not being very inclusive and etc like that particular moment I had to just put up a story just to say you know what I I can't be asked anymore yeah I didn't say anything other than that because if I popped off then I know a lot of people are gonna look at me differently and yeah but so like and then they'll be perceived as oh I'm the angry black woman oh yeah. she's she's just talking shit and oh just just leave her to to calm down or whatever she'll be all right in 10 minutes so yeah. like I have to generally pick my battles True. um I agree. so there's but there have been times where I've been like okay this ain't cool like when um uh was it now some italian pole dancer she did yeah. blackface i i i i i flipped out i literally flipped out yeah because it's not it's not all right in any way shape of or, or or form and it's it will never be okay and if i don't speak up about it who will yeah that's true and like i completely agree with you with um picking those battles um because again with the with the whole lineup thing i I chose to speak out from my point of view um, and how I felt about it because, again, it's been something that's been very real since, even before, since before I started pole dancing. And what Mm -hmm. I didn't want to do was attack one individual or be seen to be attacking one individual. Yeah. Because I'm not here for bullying. And I'm, Mm -hmm. I know I'll I'll cancel myself in a hot minute. But (laughs) what I'm not here for is the cancelling of other people like I hate cancel culture it's not for me so I think sometimes I'm when I'm quiet or if I if mm-hmm. I say something that people don't oh Beanie's bold like why is she not going for this person it's because that's not mm-hmm. how I operate because you know I, I've got this platform and you know people are listening people are watching people are reading and my mum mm-hmm. always says like the harder they come the harder they fall so you yep. know I've worked so hard to build this shit up and I'm if I gun for someone like hard as fuck gunning for someone and you know use all that boldness and say that shit with my chest mm-hmm. I can fall tomorrow just as fucking hard like what's to right. say that people aren't going I'm not going to wake up the next day and people aren't going to switch on me oh Beanie's a fucking bully she said this about mm. this person so I think it's just more important like you said to pick your battles and right. be bold be bold when you pick them battles and mm-hmm. i think as black polars it's really important for us to um talk about things from our own experiences because i think that's the only way that people can learn do you know what i mean yeah. like um but i do think there are people out there um who are doing the fucking most for us and i have yeah. to shout out to kalechi because she does not mince Girl. her words like oh i am living for kalechi right now i, I listen yeah. to her podcast so hard right now yeah. and i'm just i'm just sat there in my car looking like the craziest black woman in south london yeah. shouting yes 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 and you're just like oh wait other people can see me i'm not at home like my windows aren't tinted <laughs> yeah. like people can legit see me through the windscreen 
Yeah, I lose my mind. Kalechi drops fucking knowledge, and I love that she is so bold and 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 she gets a lot of backlash, and that must be so hard to deal with. I I know it's hard to deal with, and you know. But as I said, she's she's the angry back woman. But the thing is, she's making a point about it, which is why she is angry. Like we as black people do not get angry for no reason if we're passionate about something then we will get angry especially when you like the person listening doesn't understand not necessarily doesn't understand but not willing to understand yeah that's when for me that's when my mind just goes from nice shan to okay you want to we want to turn up now shan because like all it takes is just an open mind is just to listen that's all it takes and yeah. I don't me personally I don't see why people don't but I guess everyone's rooted in their own feelings and their own ways and their own upbringings etc yes. but we're in the 21st century now like listen like it's not just you living in this world there's a, like seven billion other people who, who live in this world True. too it's not just you true and I I think um a lot in, in my experience and in recent experiences i i find that um a lot of people tend to get defensive especially mm-hmm. in their whiteness because if we're talking about race like mm-hmm. i can i see that a lot of people can um you know they get their back up and i think one thing that kalechi has taught me in those situations is that no i'm i'm not going to stop talking like you could cry blood today but i'm not going <laughs> to stop speaking like i re- i really don't give a shit because the mm-hmm. fucking lord above he walks with me and i am legit blessed so you're going to take heed my words today because you know what if it's not me that you listen to then it'll be someone else and if it's not someone else like I said in the last week's podcast, those that don't hear will feel. And that is like... Bruh, my granddad used to tell me that. Listen. <laughs> this is this a Jamaican all... proverb. Yes, it is. <laughs> those that don't hear will feel. And, you know, whether that's violent or non-violent, I don't care. I don't business with that. But, you know... You know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna stop talking like just because you're crying and just because you know a person might feel guilty like we can mm. absolutely have a fucking conversation we can sit and have a conversation but if you aren't listening mm. to me if you're interrupting me if you are getting defensive if you're crying if you're rolling your eyes then no like I'm either gonna exit swift or I'm gonna keep talking and you know we're gonna fill a whole bucket with them tears because I ain't got time for it <laughs> no way no and that's one thing that i've learned from from kalechi is to you know say that shit because people have been talking over us for a long time and um mm-hmm. i think it's time to tip those scales and you know get our voices out there mm. oh i'm loving this conversation i'm loving it already <laughs> so fucking here for us so what i want to do now because you have spoken about um like yourself but I want to take some time to just for you to tell our listeners about you. So who are you? What do you do? And don't forget to talk about competitions. Tell us what you've been up to, bitch. Well, well, we're in lockdown, so we I had done anything for about a year True. now, so <laughs> um, but my name is Shan. Hi everyone listening. What up, what up, what up? Um my 
also my alias is also Pingu. That was yes. given to me by Beanie herself because <laughs> uh, Autocorrect decided that she, well, she wanted to say I was a painting. Autocorrect changed that to Pingu. And ever since then, <laughs> I am now known as Pingu. That is the, that is the genuine story. Um, yeah, I also turn 30 next week. And yes, I am that young. Yeah, I know. I, yeah. I, I look great for my, my age. You Thank you, guys. You look Thank good, you. Shan. <laughs> um, I'm just trying to think. I've been polling for, it'll be 10 years next year. Wow. Yeah. I'm I'm like I'm an old person now in in the in the polar game. Uh, been <laughs> teaching for uh, two years um, at Pole Academy London, um, run by Leah Rose. Shout out Leah! Yeah. Um, and uh, unfortunately, I've had to stop now because I am now a South Londoner because I'm yes, in South London. Yes, you've just moved. So where were you living before? Because I get Hertfordshire. Did I get that right? That is correct. I lived <gasps> yes. in... L- <laughs> You're so, so surprised that you're right. <laughs> I really am. I'm geographically challenged. But I'm just like, some shit I know, but my brain does struggle to retain, like, <sighs> geog- geography shit. So you now live in South London. So what are the, what plans have you got for yourself now? So you can't... Um, your old studio where you were teaching is too far now. Yes, it is, unfortunately, but I'll, I might be back occasionally to teach a workshop or, or whatever. Um, but I have been asked by a studio to to teach. However, yeah. I'm not too sure whether or not I'm allowed to express that into into the universe just yet. No, I think I can, sure. but, uh, oh, but no. it will be announced. It will be announced. <laughs> I promise it will be announced. Well. It'll be like a big bang yes kind i'm of. excited <laughs> and are you looking forward to getting back because i know um it's uh, so how long have you been teaching about i mean covid included two years two years, two and years. like how how are you finding it is it something you enjoy how are you finding it i love teaching that the whole reason why i wanted to be an instructor was to pass on the knowledge that i've had given yeah. to me over the years because like you just you want to see people grow and and such because I it's just like that just like warms my insides to see someone who was I don't know struggling with a back hook um and then just smash it out into an air invert and then just like what like what happened and you just like you just want to like you I like I didn't think of think this before but I I ride for my students like I love my students um, and so, like, I love I love to teach, and that's I've wanted to be a teacher for a very long time. But I think that I was strategic into when I wanted to start teaching. Yeah. Because you can, like, according to expert, you can you can start. Um, well, you can do the level one and two from when I think it's your six months as a polar. Right. And I think that's for me personally, I think that's very early because you yeah. don't know that much. Um, and even after the two year gap, I was still like, meh, no, nah, I still don't think I'm ready. And then it hit five and then I was like, Okay, let's let's start thinking about it and then I won um 
uh, Dance Filthy UK and yes, I got did. the opportunity. Bruh, you know what? That's a, that's a whole other podcast ah. because I still don't feel, I feel a type of way about that that specific routine. Um, but yeah, we, no, we digress. Listen, right. No, continue. No, continue because I, I will replay. Don't worry. I'm going to replay, rewind back to that shit because we have the power here to go back and talk about shit. So don't you worry. We will get into that. Digress all you want, bitch, because this is happening. Oh, so yeah like it's been really nice to see you teach and I can see like just how much you really do root for your students like I love instructors who post their their squad who po- you know who post mm. their, their students like I think it's just it's hard to not be proud uh, yeah. of people and you get to, as an instructor you get to know your students on such a deep level like that is mm-hmm. another level friendship and yeah like it's it is like I, I agree with you it's just so so lovely to just see them not even like nailing shit but just feel so comfortable and happy and figuring yeah. themselves out like it's nice because we know how that feels obviously like it's been a whole journey for us so we know how that feels so when you see that in someone else it's just like I do internal screams and I feel like I'm gonna blow up oh, oh my god you are telling me actually you know I have a student called um well an ex-student called Liz yeah. and I remember she's 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 a bigger girl and um just like you could see like she came in one day in like an off the pole um like just the set and then she yeah. had her myth drift showing she had like like her little booty cheeks out in in the back as well just like that was like a whole proud mum moment for me like it really was and I was just I looked at her and I was just like oh you're gonna make me cry and I was like oh you look so good and it's just like it just like for me it's little things like that because you know their confidence is growing and enough for them to at least feel comfortable in the space that we're in to, to to get it to to yeah. feel like you know what I'm I can wear this because nobody's gonna judge me because yeah. that's what it is like a class is no judgment yeah when you go on stage expect judgment because that's what you're here for yeah. but when you're in class you don't you shouldn't feel judged at all no not at all and I I, I really really love that because you know that does like I've had so many students you know who have similar same as me when I first started you know they've come mm. in in like football shorts or leggings no heels oh, um, that was me big baggy t-shirt same <laughs> and then all of a sudden they are literally in a g-string pasties um they've got the full face of makeup on and fucking 10 inch heels I'm just like you know what that is that makes me also proud because it's for someone to feel so safe in that space that they mm-hmm. can do that and not like my students know that I will not you know especially people come to classes in in groups I tend to have a lot of people who come on their own and then they make friends with everybody yeah. in, in the room so I don't mm-hmm. really have many groups of, of people come in but if if I do like I'm very very watchful of you know people maybe talking about someone I mean touch wood it's never happened but I yeah. would fucking lose it if it ever happened like that's because it's not even necessary it's not it's just like you're all here to do the exact same thing which is either 
figure out who you are as a polar do what you want with it it's just like why is there got to be judgment in the room and all backstabbing or, or whatever if it's outside of the class then fine leave it outside of the class yeah but inside the class leave it as that like you root for your your fellow polar next to you if they struggled with something and then they got it that week you don't just sit there rolling your eyes oh she couldn't do that last week or yeah yeah like so what or whatever yeah we're feeling real valley girl right now I felt like that was that in my soul (laughs) oh my god like I totally totally totally. do that like (laughs) so right (laughs) um so we're here we're going to talk about competitions because we just touched on it a little bit but um you since I've known you you have done a lot of competitions and I think we've been friends 2017 18 19 20 21 so almost like five years so you said you've been doing pole Damn. for 10 so you must have done a lot of competitions because you've done a fair few while we've been like sister friends oh, so yeah. why competitions what is what is it about competitions for you why do you enter um for me at the time like now it's a lot easier to get exposure through instagram and facebook and stuff like that but yeah when Pole, well for me when did I start pole 2013 I think 13 or 12 one of the two yeah um and all it was was just classes and the odd showcase so the only way to really put yourself out there was to compete so I was just like okay like I'll start off by doing one I'm actually very glad that the first um competition I was like did the video entry for and got through to the live finals was pole theater 2015 and I'm very glad not many people knew me back then because I think I've got the only routine recorded in existence because that shit will not be going anywhere via any mainstream social media because it is trash it is cancelled it is (laughs) not even it's not even up to par but I should actually do it as a before and after being like, this is where yes. I started. Like, started from the bottom, now we're here. Now like, we're here, bitch. Like, this is where we are. All of that. So, um, yeah, like, back in back in my day, um, <laughs> or, or, it was literally just you, you turn up to competitions and you got your exposure that way as a student. Um, because that's obviously what I was at the time, but it just depends. Like, I don't know kind of what the it, the the deal with was for like professionals, whether or not it was to go through the Miss Pole Dance UK kind of track and do all of that competition wise to get exposure. But I kind of thought it was the same both sides. So that's the main reason why I wanted to, to compete and yeah I enjoyed it I love I love competing because yeah, I'm an exactly. Aries I like to compete I like to win anyone who tells me that they don't want to win is a liar because everyone wants to win everyone wants yeah. to win prizes everyone wants to feel good everyone wants to to walk off stage feeling like they are that person and they want to win and etc that was the old me speaking now I don't really care if I win or not. I know that sounds very cliche and and things like that, but 
I think over the years, I've seen myself change, especially with like my high, high anxiety around yeah. comp time. Like you don't want to put yourself in a bad position because you have one bad run through and then it changes your outlook on the whole routine and then you you start yeah. thinking all of these things about yourself and like insecurities come out and stuff like that and that's all the pressure it comes from being wanting to win and wanting to do well but at the end of the day if you do your best you can't be mad at that this is and it. that's, that's yeah. and that's what I had to really kind of drill into myself especially when I had a year off from competing I was like oh actually that was the year I started teaching so I was just like oh, okay I'm gonna have a year off and then I came back for 2020 just before Covid like fucked us in the ass. yeah um, was that for Authentics yeah and then I completely freestyled because I just didn't want to have to deal with like remembering things and be like oh I've got to be here yeah. I've got to be there I just didn't want that that pressure so I was just like, okay, I'll freestyle. And then if anybody can actually hear it on my IGTV live, was it IGTV video or whatever, that I actually say before the music starts, I say, why the fuck am I here? Because that's how nervous I get before I you perform. You do. You really do. Like every single time. Yep. And Without like, fail. You have done, there's been quite a few Filthy Fridays and you, I think you've, live shows um mm -hmm. i think you've only missed maybe one out of all the ones yeah. you've done and every single time you have absolutely fucking crushed it and so when um we sort of became close close and i would you were doing competitions and i would get the messages like i'm fucking struggling um you know oh, and yeah. I, I could you know <laughs> all the good like, all the good messages yeah, like <laughs> all the things i was like i don't understand how i mean i get it like i do i get it but like for, for me as someone watching you as a spectator i'm just like such a fucking fan because you kill it every single time and you the thing with you when you perform whether it's um for a showcase or a competition you bring such a fucking vibe with you so i'm like how oh, can this goddess you. not see like that she is actual fucking magic like i, I I'm, not, I'm not wrapping my head around it so that's why like i always if i ever got a message from you like i had to make no matter what i was doing it was i need to stop and just remind this bitch who the fuck she is and what oh. she came here to do because i need to see that on stage like everyone <laughs> needs to see that on stage and you fucking deserve to be on on those stages so um what do you oh, what do you shucks. do when when that anxiety does um so first of all when you're training oh. and the anxiety takes over like what's your coping mech um i generally cry yeah, i no find reason. that if you don't cry you hold it in yeah and that means it festers and then it has time to to grow and to to do more damage yeah um i i can't tell you the amount of times i've cried because of of a comp because whether or not i've missed a specific pirouette or a move or or whatever and all i've wanted to do was like be like fuck shit just yell yell at the door like yeah be like flip all the tables and and all sorts and 
but like you have to remember that it is just a moment yeah and not let it kind of get into your head too much and I find that listening to the just mute like I have a specific playlist that's kind of like a feel good kind of vibe where all I want to do is dance to every single song that's on the on the playlist that's what I tend to put on when I feel like real real high anxiety and real real shitty times um I think that's but that's more catered to me um because I've found out over the years kind of what works for me um but I suggest to everyone having a full a, a good feel vibe playlist anyway because it always puts you in a good Definitely. mood um and then you can just at least take yourself out of that moment for I don't know two three minutes of the song and then come back with a fresh mind and be like okay what can I do to to make it better what can I do to to fix it and etc that's a really good way of dealing with it because I think um especially in in fact through my own journey and through teaching I think um like choreo is not my best friend but I I really really lies and fabrication (laughs) I fucking choreo is so so I just struggle with it Shan like I just that's a lie mate like don't give me blasphemy on your flipping (laughs) podcast don't i can't can't, i can freestyle but but i just so i've probably done maybe three choreo classes in my life and even when i so i've only done one competition and that was authentic and i did that at the 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 last minute because my mind just does not retain um anything it just i don't know um there's been talks about like adult adhd i I don't know what it is Mm. i just cannot i cannot my body wants to do what it wants to do and there's nothing my mind can do to stop that um so i really really struggle with choreo i just like if i'm teaching though that's different because i think i break it down for the students so it's easier for me to um, right. So when I teach a class and that's um, choreo, but even that comes from a freestyle um, okay. and you ask my students, they'll be like, Beans, no, we, we didn't do that or that wasn't on that count. And I'm like, fuck. So like, <laughs> yeah, it's just, <laughs> I'm done. Like, I literally start every class with, if you are new here, please let me just let it be known that I am trash. I'm a trash teacher. <laughs> I will give you a fucking count and I will go be, beyond that. So I kind of really enjoy just letting them do what they want, where, you know, when they want. I love musicality. Mm-hmm. So if there's a specific point in a song where we need to hit mm-hmm. that beat, then we'll do right. it. And I absolutely have to like scream the energy out as I'm dancing so that I hit it myself. <laughs> so I'm just like, hey, hey, ha, get it, bitch. <laughs> But yeah, so I think, um, I can't even remember where I was going with this. I think, oh, you were saying you were just putting, you you know, you put um, your, your playlist on and, and just move to help you cope. And yeah, yeah. I, think, I think that's something that, you know, everyone needs to know something about. Because I think a lot of people see choreo and this isn't to shit on, I teach choreo, this, this isn't to shit on teachers who, who teach choreo. We've all got our own, you know, our own thing that works for us. Um, and mm-hmm. even with those teachers, I, I think a lot of their moves come from a freestyle. Um, 
it's yeah. really important to yeah i know as i was saying it, i was like mm, <laughs> lies fabrications it's happening um tea has been spilled all over the fucking place i haven't even got a bucket and a bucket and a mark like, see i, I knew this this is how the the vibe of the podcast was gonna yeah. go just just sip you guys i hope you're sipping some tea like, i really do just sip it just I'm, just sip it with I'm your pinky out have, literally i'm gonna have to like shut myself down in a minute i might just get a handful <laughs> of grapes and just shove them in my face um but yeah like i think it's really important to just put put music on and just like see what your body does and it's really mm. interesting to hear that that's i mean it's it's not a surprise that that's how you know you find um peace and are, are able to to deal with um the anxiety because you know, like i said you're a whole vibe like the energy that you give up when you perform isn't the energy of someone who doesn't know how to freestyle or doesn't just dance around to music um night and day mate yeah night like, and day it's a real thing in it like and I, I love that i love that music makes us feel good um and yeah it helps us to really like just sort of i think you can unlock so many things in a freestyle just so oh. many things that you didn't even know you could do this is it like you you have that one song i know everyone has that one song that they keep going back to and they're like yeah oh should i should i do something with it or no i'm gonna leave it do something with the song even if it's just for yourself do something with the song because you that song will be able to tell you something about your movement that you didn't know before yeah because i've had that with the one song in particular what song is it Oh, I can't tell you that, guys. It's 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 my special song. It's my my feel good song. As no, you know, that, it's, I right. don't even know what it's called. I'm not even gonna lie to you. It's like I've not heard it in like a while. But it's by June, J O O N, and it's on Spotify. But they did the so far version. Um, oh yeah. So, yeah, so it's like a sessions thing, and my actually my hairdresser put it on for me while she was doing my braids, and I fell in love with the song, and I I was just like, oh, I really want to do something with it. I was just like, oh yeah, I'll do it next week, do it next week. Had time to do it, and then I was like, oh shit, game changer. Yeah. So I will say, give it a, give it a chance, guys. Even if it's just for yourself, record it. Don't record it. Do what you want with it but it will teach we'll do you things. Something. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so let's talk about, just before we move on to the good, the bad and the ugly, I, see, I feel like we've kind of covered that, but we'll go back to it just in case there's anything that um, you might have missed about comms. So I want to talk about your dance filthy win. Um, <sighs> because Why must we go here? Why must we go here? Shan, that was one of the most spectacular moments of my fucking whole life like it just makes me cringe every time i watch it no like so hard oh my god like that whole setup and i was just like i can't believe so that is one thing that i absolutely dance filthy has some of the best probably the best setup for dancers um for competitors and it Mm. looks good so i will always stand by it no matter what's happened no matter what's going on um 
like I loved that competition. Like that was that's probably one of my favorites. It's really but obviously you won. Um so that's one of my favorites yeah. but just the value, the size of the stage, like the set, the lights, yeah. absolutely everything. It was so nice to see my people up there. Like there was you, there was Lauren, there was Serena Woon and it was just nice mm-hmm. to see chocolate skin up there doing the fucking thing yeah. on on such a at such a high level so tell us a bit about that because yeah. i know um the lead up even when even when we got there like you were nervous as fuck so yeah. talk us through your experience <laughs> with dancefield film okay so backstory guys so i was already a very nervous nelly kind of on the run up to that comp so I get on stage, um, started doing everything, every like the whole first, say 30 seconds of it was fine. I had like my clown posse behind me, which was Emma, Lauren, Dee and Alicia, like all my little clown posse, hoes, etc. And they, so I go to now do my first trick on for me, which was supposed to be uh spinny but it was static i literally thought the i i literally wanted the ground to to swallow me up whole and just i just wanted to be like please no one see me please no one see me please no one see me yeah um so uh i looked behind me and then lauren looked at me and she was just like if anybody can see in the particular video she actually is talking to me at that point because yeah. she's like, oh yeah, what? It's like, what's wrong? It's just like this. The I said to her, the pole is static. The pole is static. She was just like, then flipping freestyle, and I was just like, no, I'm just gonna walk off, and then like just it just like that's the end. Like fuck it, like I can't be asked. And then yeah. she was just like, fucking do it, fucking do it, and I'm just like, oh. I, was, I literally walked over to the spinny pole, and I was just like, you know what, fine. And then I just did what I could remember of the routine. So obviously for me, it was backwards. So most of my floor work wasn't necessarily the right stuff. My stuff on static wasn't the right stuff, except for the actual pole moves themselves. Um, So say maybe 40% of it was freestyled. Um, But yeah, so that's why I was feeling very, very sad because I put so much work into that routine only for it to not go the way I wanted it to go. But however, with most of Stacey's comps, you have the option to come off stage and redo it. Me and my dumb ass forgets that, bearing in mind I've done her comps since 2015, I completely forget and I don't walk off and then they could have reset everything and and I just done it all again but obviously because I'm a um, I'm a I'm a silly person I'm a silly silly moon well, in that moment you're not gonna <laughs> you're not gonna think of that like in that moment it's I can imagine no. just being like like fuck like <laughs> what it, the fuck do I do and yeah. you carried on you carried on that is a mo- like literally I feel like I could honestly, I'm quite hormonal at the minute, but I feel like I could <laughs> honestly fucking cry. Sorry, I just want to give a huge shout out to Dree as well because Dree was at that at that competition and she fucking killed it. Yes, um, Dree. So a huge shout out to Dree. Um, but yeah, I could, 
that whole thing as a friend watching a friend was it was a lot and to see you win knowing everything that you've been through and just again just that vibe that you brought to the stage because I, I feel as though like in in a lot of comps we see a lot of white slim bodies dancing to trap uh, r&b <sighs> hip-hop you know we see okay. it a lot we, we see it so much and i feel mm. when it's presented in the body that it probably should be uh, a black mm-hmm. body um it's not received as well by judges because they kind of i feel like they almost don't get it like they don't understand it they don't understand the movement they don't understand the culture behind it oh why is she doing that why is she just jiggling one leg like that like you know Mm. and then looking for things that necessarily shouldn't be there because you've chosen to represent this song this music and your history and your culture in a certain way so when you the first time i really really felt that with you was at authentics when you had the pimp cane that you gave to me oh um, i love the pimp cane yeah so i had that for the oh. longest fucking time <laughs> um and yeah i really i mean obviously as a friend i mean i had tons of friends on that stage but that performance was again wonderful so it's just really like disheartening when when you Mm. know the judges just kind of didn't get it because that was a whole atlanta vibe like that was yeah that was like that was the vibe that was the dance of the fucking founders (laughs) and for you to not like you know i just feel like they didn't get it and i feel like it was same with um you know um Rihanna and White. She went on there on that stage and it was authentic. That still hurts my soul. Yeah, like that still how, hurts my soul. How authentic can you get? You know, and obviously I'm gonna feel that kind of way because like you guys are my pals. Um, <laughs> but like I said, like though I had other friends on that stage and you know some of them won, some didn't. But I just yeah, I just kind of feel as though when it comes down to um judging somebody who's performing from the with all the energy of our founders sex workers Mm. um black strippers um i feel like it kind of goes missed and and they don't get it so right back to dan filthy when when you won that like i felt that shit in my fucking soul and i felt like i i could do anything after that i I, I just I, i was so inspired i was like you know what I can fucking do this. I can like I was so inspired. So a huge shout out thing, to you. Oh, thank you. But what I was gonna say when um you were talking about like having like white able bodied polars kind of doing twerk is look at kind of mainstream now. You see a black girl twerking is seen as ratchet or it's seen as ghetto or that exact etc and then you see a white girl do probably the exact same movements but all of a sudden it's yes girl work 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 and you're just like why why doesn't the black girl kind of get that 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 same kind of energy and that same vibe and you're just like you kind of just have to like sit back and be like okay this isn't like when i'm okay let me get this straight I'm not saying that white people can't, like, they can't twerk. That's, yeah. like, go ahead, live your best life. If you want to teach it, go to Vertical Joe's, get your qualification and m- make shit happen. However, like, make sure you know that that isn't yours. Like, it's, yeah. it's, not, it's not yours. 
and the same thing with what um Gemma Rowe said um on your on your podcast was last week now I think yeah yeah last week and she was saying it's like it's not yours like the term slut is not mine because number one that I'm not white and number two I'm not a, a sex worker yeah. so like like understand that you can you can do it feel free but just know it's not yours to to take with it what what you want from it yeah that's, like that's just awesome. just be re- like hella respectful because most of I find that a lot of people now I'm gonna be kind of have my brutally honest moment now just like people twerk for entertainment yeah and they'll just put in like a a, a throwaway uh kind of bum flick one way because that was the original Turk the bum flick yes. I was thinking about this the other day and like you like you you I'm trying to think where I was going with this um shit no, no that's okay take your time ho take your time <laughs> so people um, kind of do um you know throw away twerk in, yeah um... yeah it's just like just I'm not saying don't twerk but be mindful of where the twerk is going because yeah. everything has to make sense the same way yes. I can't do just a throwaway pirouette when there's a beat drop. Yeah. Like, just make, make it make sense sometimes. Make yeah. it make sense. That's exactly it. And that I've been thinking for the longest time. So I really, 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 really love to dance to trap. Like, it is my trap is bay. I feel like some next level bitch when I dance to trap music. <laughs> and there is a whole fucking history behind it a whole history so when Mm -hmm. you're dancing when when i'm dancing to trap so i'm thinking about where it came from so the roots the the terminology itself is about Mm -hmm. going out and hustling it's a native word and it's Mm -hmm. to to trap is to go and hustle to to work hard and Mm -hmm. the the music in itself is very much about that you know it they the the rappers themselves are talking about going out hustling i can buy this for my mom i can buy this for my baby i've got this mm-hmm. money you know i've got that i've got the other and on the atlanta strip club scene um the rappers and the strippers work together hey i've got this dope beat i've worked really hard on it if i pay you can you dance to it and that's and yeah. together that's how we make it and it's about feeling like that bitch and it's about uh, uplifting one another as well it's really really about community black community coming together and working Mm -hmm. hard to make things work so we that's where twerking and trap that's where where that goes together and Mm -hmm. i think when i see um I mean, I could go further back with this, but I think I'll save it for another episode. Like, cause <laughs> the history behind, like, for me, like I have to know, I have to know that what I'm doing is is right. So this feeling that I've got in myself when I'm dancing to this music, you know, mm-hmm. it's mine and I and I own it. But I really need to know the cult. It's my culture. Like, I, I need to right. know everything about it. Like, it's mine. This is it. And then when I teach, I can then pass them words on. So again, that's why studio owners need to hire the right people to teach the classes it goes all right back to that respect again all, all the way back to like it. don't cut corners and Do ask not. one of your one of your existing instructors oh can you teach a twerk class when they don't know exactly. anything about twerk to begin with like people think that oh yeah it's just jiggle it's just no. like bum flicks no it comes it's a, it's a whole wide range of dance styles that get put into one umbrella which is twerk yes. 
and you like they aren't going to know that because they don't they they won't know that because they don't have either the knowledge behind it or just think okay I'll look on YouTube and like cut corners cut corners and things like that but it's that's not how the world works you I always say to people would you go to an instructor who's got no qualification and and no insurance the answer is no then look at who who you get to to teach work to because that's that's it's on the same part because you can just easily throw your back out in in a twerk if you're not actually doing it correctly because if it goes into your lower back which it shouldn't do but if you've got like a hypermobile upper um, lower back then it can so like we have to be just as careful as like pole instructors do it's not many it's not really like a whole full body thing but specific areas yeah yeah that's so true because i've seen a lot of people um attempting to twerk and it's kind of like i mean i think it's really hard to explain so i think if a if a straight size teacher teaches twerk even with that qualification um mm. and they have a plus student or like mm. you said a student who's hypermobile and they just aren't getting it i've seen a Mm. lot of people teaching the um trying to twerk the way they've seen somebody else twerk and i've had to correct it like no that doesn't work that won't work for you because you don't have that body that person could just you know maybe you know maybe move their hip very slightly and because they have Mm -hmm. more fat on the booty it's Mm -hmm. gonna look exceptional but that's not going to work for you because you have more muscle in this area so we need to use different parts of our body to get that same jiggle to get that same effect and i have corrected a lot of people and they they were like i've never been able to twerk before and they they were just like i didn't think my bum was big enough to do it it's not about the size of your bum who's telling you this 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 is this is like the biggest thing the biggest mythical unicorn running in the meadow that i've ever heard because <laughs> it don't Stop. make sense no because you know you start like the amount of people who tell me oh i can't twerk because i don't have a big bum well can you do the splits can you do middle splits yes that means you've got good glutes that means you can booty isolate so what's your problem what is your what, what's yeah. the what's the deal like there are there's more to just seeing everything wobble like it's yeah. not just that exactly. like pe- people are blessed some people are blessed like jazz apollo she's blessed to have Listen, the jiggle the the, bo- <laughs> the exactly this bitch um <laughs> the booty isolations and everything else like she she was blessed by 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 the lord and savior jesus herself <laughs> like she like she was she was highly favored and <laughs> like at the you, front you, of the queue she she was she she pushed she was in vip and we we were all outside waiting for for three before ten that is real because but it's true she got she got the she got the good genes but yeah so if you she's got the option to go from whichever one she wants because she's got good hip um, mobility she's got good glutes she's got a, a good ass she's got like fat on her ass so she yeah. can have that that pick and choose moment whereas if you've got someone who's I don't know doesn't have great hips or doesn't have a good posture and yeah. things like that you've got to be selective of what twerk you, you give people so if they're they're struggling with um 
uh, pelvis tilts, then don't give them yes. um, a salt shaker, which is like a, just a regular twerk because it's not going to work for them. So you give them other options to compensate so that way yes. they can still feel like they're getting a benefit out of the class. This is it. This is this is it because I mean I I couldn't swear when I used to go to family parties and stuff like I was I felt like I was throwing it down. Don't get me wrong. I felt like I was that bitch with all my family, with my sisters and my cousins and my aunties. I felt like I was that bitch and it felt good. That's the thing about twerk. Like it has to feel mm. good. It's an empowering mm-hmm. move. And yeah, it took me a while to just kind of figure it out. And it's only through following black, twerkers and mm-hmm. and polars over the time that i've been um learning pole i think i think it took me maybe like a year and a bit to get it and I yeah. w- it's because i was looking at the wrong people i don't have the same body as them so i can't i can't do this in that position so i had to literally follow the right people and then it took me right back to when i was younger and seeing what my aunties were doing and then i'm like you know what i have to it's from my feet why am I shaking my fucking hips so much <laughs> trying to get that movement when it, for yeah. me, it doesn't come from there. Like that's not where yeah. that jiggle comes from. And again, huge shout out to Kaleche. Um, She actually um, reached out to a studio in Manchester to, I don't know if you know this, like this really no. annoys me. I, like I was going to say some things, but I'm going to keep them to myself. Um, So Kaleche reached out to, this is going back maybe four years she reached out to a studio in manchester to um teach a twerk class this is a black woman a whole black ass woman reached Mm -hmm. out to a studio um and they replied to her saying um her your style is a bit basic and we really so this is an all-white studio i don't know if you've got any but we really like to throw it down here um and we find your style a bit basic so yeah, just just notice the st- the the silence from me, everyone, yes. because it it makes like as I I keep saying this, this is like my motto for the next ten years: make it make sense. Yeah, yeah. like make it make sense. Yeah, this that's the thing. So anyway, um, Faye at Poltastic was like like that has been one of the best places I've ever worked. Faye was like fuck. I don't know whether she contacted Collection or it was the other way around, but anyway, Collection ended mm. up teaching there. And mm. I learned so much about twerk that I never knew. And the way Kalechi taught that class, I was like, fuck. Like, how how did I not, not know this? And the way that she mm. taught it, it was so high energy and you got to feel your own beat. And it was <laughs> that moment that... I realized, okay, so this is how this is how I twerk. So I had the foundations and then Kalechi really set that in stone for me. Like, this is where the movement comes from and this mm-hmm. is how your back should be and this is how you protect yourself and this mm-hmm. is how you move to this certain beat. And I was so thankful. It was an hour and I was sweating, but I felt <laughs> fucking brilliant, so good. And yeah, I have got no love for that studio. Um, I'm not going to name. Um, please don't message me. Please don't message Kaleche. Um, It is what it is. And that is something that we cannot make sense of. So um, yeah, so going back to um, competitions, like how, how do you think that um, competitions could be more inclusive? 
uh, I was really giving this like a real like big bit of thought but I was thinking that obviously you can have more more uh, POC um, judges and guest performers and like using for even doing something as simple as putting um, a POC in like promo like yeah. if you've got like a promo then you're more likely to to get people who will be like oh yeah she looks like me or oh, yes. okay she's got the same skin color as me or she's got the same hair type as me or 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 something along those lines just for people to be like oh, okay this is this is good stuff but i was also thinking about it like we all have to be that first for someone yeah i think for for me it was lauren who was that first for me because yeah. i watched her many moons ago when I was like secretly hoping that she'd be my friend and lo and behold (laughs) like now she's my friend so I feel like the universe like real helped me out there um so I watched her I think it was in 2015 when she won Authentics in or Advanced I think yeah and I watched her dance and I was like shit I was Mm -hmm. like damn I was just like maybe I could do that I was just like that's what you have to be for someone else so whether or not it's just at a beginner level an intermediate level instructor professional etc we all have to be that first for someone and it's like we just have to just know that you you're it's not just you like I feel like probably me you and Lauren and Dree inclusive as well probably all four at the same time it's just like okay there's no one like me at that at that point because this was 2015 when like black polars were as mythical as uh, a pig riding a unicorn it just (laughs) it's just it it like it it just didn't happen yeah or it just wasn't like privy to all of us at the time and um yeah just I think just doing as much as we can social media wise like it we are there are a lot of more changes I think especially Definitely. in the last year or so but like this isn't the end like it's not like oh, okay we're happy now no we're not we're greedy off people we, yeah. we we want more like we want to see people everywhere like and don't just think that having like a select list of people you can call upon at your beck and call is enough because yeah, as not. um Delijah from Black Girl Poll said we are out there you just don't want to look yeah and just like just be aware that there's more than just like selective groups out there and yeah just look at what we've done in the last year or so I think is is a a good first step I just hope once everything goes back to to normal things continue like that yeah me too Uh, and I, I I think I do think it will um and I found it really interesting that you said you know that everybody sort of has to be a first because we are seeing a lot of organizations doing the doing the most at the minute and I was kind of thinking oh you know what and you know I've been approached by a few organizations who Mm. who are looking to change and obviously I'm going to ask myself these questions like do they just need me to is it performative do they just want to look better do they genuinely want to do the work are they thinking of you know they need to do better just so financially yeah or or fill a quota yeah like this is it so 
I kind of had all those conversations with myself and even mm-hmm. had um like a lovely little therapy session with Lucy Cropper, who we're gonna have on at oh. some point. Um, because she's a qualified um NCT. Um We love you, Lucy. Yeah, and we love we'll, your butt. We love your butt. But we'll get into we that. We'll have butt. her on the show when I'm talking about that. So she really <laughs> helped me to bring the sort of conflict and the side that wants to do good. She helped me to bring that together. And mm-hmm. I kind of came to the understanding that, you know, it doesn't have to be me. It, it doesn't have to be me at all. It could be yeah. anyone. But it, yeah. these these organizations do need to change. But what I don't want to do is say no. And then mm-hmm. they they don't have anyone else. And these lineups and these judging panels mm-hmm. stay very white and very non-disabled. Yeah. And, yeah. you know so that just really helped me to be like you know what if i'm the first then you know i'm no uncle tom i'm not not by any <laughs> not by any sense of the word not by any fucking stretch i'm not but what i want is for people to see like i said it doesn't have to be me it could be any other person but it needs to be someone um i don't want to miss the opportunity to let people see that yes i can absolutely be on that fucking stage or i'm going to enter this competition because i know that beanie is going to understand where my Mm -hmm. movement's coming from and that's a whole different a whole different like aspect to to judging um you know and yeah i think i think um i'm glad that you said that because it does make me feel better about the recent choices <laughs> that i've made um no, i mean I, it I should felt, yeah like i did feel you've got to be the like... first for someone like look at look at rosa parks she was the first look look at where we at now we can do stuff like that now because she was the first yeah like it's 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 little i know it's like taking it to a whole extreme but no but it's like, so true but it, we all have to be the first. Like the amount of people who still, for some reason, come up to me and say, um, "Like I saw your your Tyrone routine from yeah, in two thousand seventeen," and say, "You know what? You gave me the confidence to to go and try out for pole beer. And I was just like, "Good on you!" Because yeah. again, you have to be the first for someone, whether yes. or not it's for I don't know your students or just for an outsider looking in or whatever it's just you have to be like take an opportunity when it's given to you sometimes they don't always work out that's granted but that's the risk you take but if you can at least put your best foot forward and then someone can look at it and be like oh wow then you've done your job you've done you've done good like you you like yes queen all all of that like like click snaps like shebang and and etc the opulence Uh, opulence opulence oh yes i I was actually watching that episode the other day actually that still cracks me up so opulence you own everything (laughs) that is what this fucking episode is about to be called opulence you own everything with shan that is is the title of this episode we found it um and i know i keep going back to that damn filthy um performance but it was the shit you are fucking hot I was Thanks. here for it. I was fucking high as fuck watching that. I was so high. I know you so were. Like, <laughs> like, 
my whole mind, and I'm, body, and, and I'm, I'm annoyed you didn't give me none. That's I what I was annoyed planet, about. Like, blame D for that man. Like, I was on another planet, <laughs> but there will be so many more opportunities for us to have um sexy cigarettes together. Um, yeah, all of that. yeah, like watching you on that stage. Like I said, it just gave me. Like, I, I never ever thought about entering Dance Filthy because for the longest time, um, I just didn't think that I would fit. I didn't I didn't think it was a competition for me. So when I saw you, Dree, Lauren, um, Serena Woon, um, and Patricia, because she was repping. Oh. Patricia's even said herself, you know, she feels as though, you know, she was the, the plus size person of that competition, but she understands that, um, she's kind of like the acceptable curvy, mm-hmm. you know, curvy plus. Um, there, are, yeah. there are different body types. But, you know, Patricia also too, like, you know, getting up there and fucking smashing it. Like, it was, it was fucking brilliant to watch. Great stage show. Like, um, mm. ama- that was, again, like such a, such a good competition to watch. Like the, the vibe, the energy was everything. It was, re- so, you know, and going out to all competition organizers all event organizers Mm -hmm. like get everyone on your stage and like if you're wondering how you can um reach out to different people it's simple reach out to different people dm people it costs it costs nothing nothing it costs nothing nothing at all ask you you can even send a template this is it but as long as you're doing the work, you know, you're going to make such a difference. And, you know, it's it's going to make a lot of people feel like they're welcome within your space. And I think that's what mm-hmm. a lot of um, event organizers, especially within competitions, need to do now. Like diversify, look to diversify your judging panel and look to diversify. Well, in doing that, you will diversify the um, the people who enter and your stage will be filled with fucking magic it will be beautiful and you'll never look back once you go black you never go back baby wait black don't crack hey (laughs) (laughs) i actually hate that phrase you know but um but i said it i said what i said cancel me hey (laughs) um i don't even we have covered so I'm going to go on to like our final point. Have you got any advice for people wanting to enter competitions? I'm going to try and compress all of this because (laughs) there was so much. Because this is all me talking to like my past self. Um, Yeah. So for like a few of them I've already kind of mentioned about, but the ones that I haven't, um think about your lines and extension so engage in your quad to make sure you get a a, like a lengthy leg rather than it being like your I don't I'm not explaining this well so when you think about lines like you think about the lines of the body whether or not it's intended to be bent intended to be completely straight so just be conscious of what you're engaging and condition your bloody ankles if you are doing heels because you will thank me in the long run um themes and costumes put a bit more effort into it than you originally think so if you think of an idea 
if it's if you think it's too small make it bigger if you think yes. it's too big leave it alone because the bigger the the theme and the costume dependent on the competition um then that can like really raise your points or not um read through criteria i can't tell people this enough read through what you're being judged on so if it's spins and tricks make sure you have spins and tricks if it's to do with more flow base make sure you have a wide range of standing up flow to low flow to uh, maybe even pole flow if you want to put that in there like look at what you're being judged on because that is essentially what's what you will give you higher points and what will give you lower points um freestyling people think freestyling is just for people who can dance freestyling is so you don't get really flustered on stage if you mess up so take me for example i can i at that point i could freestyle so even though I was like, oh, whatever, like, I'll just do it. Like, I was still able to put on a piece of dance for everyone. It wasn't just, okay, I was just stopping, figuring out where I was. It's so you're you're able to just, just go and your muscle memory will kind of do the rest. Um, because you already know the, the song, like, really well, you'll be able to be like, okay, if I miss, for example, missed a specific beat, then that I'm supposed to be up in the air for, then don't worry about it because you'll just be like, okay, just give myself a couple of moments, then wait for the next beat and then go up that time. Yeah. So it's it's also you just relax a lot more when you're on stage. That's how I tend to feel now anyway, now that I can I can freestyle. Also, if you need freestyling tips, go to Lauren Elise because you, it'll Girl, be the best money Lauren. you ever like because she taught me how to I took I had one lesson with her and look where I'm at yeah so like like, she knows what she's doing she does can I just take Uh, this opportunity to say that Lauren freestyles I think in fact I know every every performance I think sometimes she says she has an idea in her head but she freestyles it all and it comes Mm -hmm. across it's it's again like it's such a vibe um I'm heavily inspired by Lauren. Please don't. Oh. Like, I, when I dance, I think I am Lauren until I watch the video back and I'm just like, Mate. bitch, you wish. Same. Same. <laughs> you wish. I tried to do some mad shit, you know, and I've just been like, um, okay, what would Lauren do? Beans, you want Lauren. Get it out of your head. So, like, when I first started polling, like, my inspiration was so Roz the Diva, because we oh. looked the same and I could relate to her. Um, but mm-hmm. for movement, um, it was Lauren. It was Lauren. And I'm so thankful for her existence in this world because uh, I just feel like she's helped me to understand so much. So Lauren and Josh Taylor. Like, yeah, like just. They can both get in the bin. I know. Like, I love them, but in in a nice way, guys, in a nice way. No, I mean it in a terrible way. Fuck off in the bin. (laughs) You opulent <laughs> bitches. Opulent as fuck. Opulent. Opulent. <laughs> okay, so we have come to the end. And um, before we sign out, do you want to tell everybody, why am I screaming? Fucking hell. I don't even know why you're screaming. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Shit. Oh, God. I'm only here, love. 
<laughs> oh god um before we go do you want to tell everyone what's on the agenda for you and where we can find you online um well currently i am knitting a lot because of yes. lockdown and lockdown hobbies so i'm loving never having to be able to purchase a hat scarf or jumper or cardigan for the rest of my life Yes. So if you guys want to keep up with me on the knitting aspect, it's knits and dance. And if you want to just see me hoe around and etc., then stick with McShannon and Ratchet because that's that's the main shit anyway. That's why that you're here. Shit. That's why you're all here, really, yeah. just to show, show some tits and some ass or all of that. That's where the um, is where 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 the hoes at. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, hopefully, I want to be back at Authentics, depending on when everything can go back to normal. Um, still don't really know what the hell I'm going to do. Might just wing it again and see where it gets me. Because I didn't expect to win the first one, so I was just like, meh, meh. Madness. You, just, yeah. Right, if you saw some of the girls I was competing against, I was I was ready to, 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 throw, to throw my shoe at the stage because I was not go- willing to go. I wasn't willing to do it like at all. Um, but also, yeah, that's because you just look at them and you're just like, oh my gosh, there's so much yeah. stuff. And I'm like, oh, I don't even know what I'm gonna do, and I'm already like stressing out. And that, yeah. but yeah, that's for it. That's for it. That's for a different time. We're gonna um, have to get this whole on for another episode because <laughs> yeah. Like I said, Shan has got a lot to say. You thought I could talk. No, this is a whole other person. God created a whole other person who can also talk a lot. That's the problem. I talk (laughs) a lot. And and sometimes someone actually has to stop me. Otherwise, I will continue going. Like, even my boyfriend will tell me, like, I don't, like, tell stories. I tell novels. Like, it's, 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 it's real real like I can't tell a story without it being like 10 paragraphs long no. rather than it being a sentence because you've got so, to give everything like yeah I have to tell details yes like, so my friends um on whatsapp well it's been said to me more than once that so I'm a fan of sending voice notes just with having the baby like it's easy to send a voice note and yeah. uh, my friend was just like fucking hell another podcast. So I was like, you know what, actually, <laughs> bitch, I'm gonna do a podcast. Like, it's like literally like eight minutes long. Beans, what do you have to talk about for eight fucking minutes? You haven't left the house. I don't understand. You've not been anywhere. Oh. Every day is a fucking adventure for me. I don't. I can't, it, it is. It's adventure time every day. A whole fucking adventure. Okay, Dora literally like i am exploring <laughs> my friend was saying to me oh like why are you taking time off um uh polling like <laughs> what are your plans and i was like i'm gonna go on holiday to the spare room for three weeks um <laughs> and trust me there will be some adventures had in that room and you will be getting a whole podcast about it just so you know oh. but anyway oh. shan thank you so much um for dropping the knowledge on us and for having the conversation that needed to be had um oh. i'm so thankful for your existence i am so thankful for your friendship tell your mom thank you so much for creating such a fucking <laughs> energy such a goddess she wants and... to put me in the bin and all so i don't, I don't think i'm gonna tell her that. <laughs> that's why i moved out <laughs> oh god but yeah it 
it's been a whole a whole vibe. Thank you so much, Shan. Oh, thank you. Bye, boo. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to episode five of Filthy Friday Foreplay. I hope you found this episode informative and fun. Shan has had so much comp experience in the time I've known her and it was really nice to get her perspective on a lot of things and the advice she gave was golden. One thing I've taken away from this episode is that we really are opulent as fuck and we should definitely be taking up all the space on all the stages. Oh, and that freestyling is your friend, boo. Keep on keeping on with that beautiful, unique movement. Anyway, as always, if you'd like to show your support and stay up to date with events, you can catch us on Instagram at PD Filthy Friday. You'll be the first to hear about Filthy Friday events. You'll also have the opportunity to get to know some of the delicious humans who make our community what it is. And to catch the latest from me, Beanie, you can follow me on Instagram via my main account at Beanie underscore the. I'll leave a link in the description box. And finally, I hope you tune into our next episode for an update with yours truly. Hi! Have a beautiful long weekend. See you next week and keep it filthy.